What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. I'm ready. Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Yeah, really exciting stuff right here on the Lupus and You Show. And this is the, the debut, ladies and gentlemen, of the new health and wellness channel right here on TalkShoe for WIRN Internet Radio. I am telling you, I am really excited, ladies and gentlemen. I am really excited because all our health and wellness shows will be moving to this great channel. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, my co-host for this great show comes up with great ideas for shows, and we love her for it. We really do. You know, um, and she does, like, five great shows for us right now. Um, Basically, you know, moving along from that, I mean, like, you know, the shows that we have are just awesome, and we've brought so many great shows right here to this great channel. We have the Gulf War Illness Show coming on the 24th. You know, we have PTSD show on the 17th, which is St. Patty's Day, St. Patty's Day, at night, okay? We have the Chronic Pain Connection show, and then we have the VA VA Stories show, and that's going to stay on the Blog Talk Radio site, okay? Uh, So we have five great shows here from Mary Ann Parker. We always love her. She comes on and she, uh, you know, always has great knowledge of what she's talking about. You know, she does a lot of great research. And she comes here. She's been with us for about, you know, two years, three years, you know, uh, almost, I think, since the inception of the channel, you know, uh, back in uh, 2011. You know, so it's a great, great relationship between me and Marianne you know, right here on the air. And I have to say, you know, we move forward and and we just continue with these great shows and it's great knowledge for the folks out there, ladies and gentlemen. That's what these shows are all about, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, knowledge and learning. Okay, learning something new, ladies and gentlemen. That's important. That's important in life. Always learning something new, okay? So we bring... Mary Ann Parker to you. She is a veteran of the Gulf War. We always thank her, obviously, for our service, you know, to our wonderful nation. Uh, And I think it's important that, you know, everybody out there, you know, thanks a veteran, you know. And in November, in October and November, we're actually going to have a new initiative called um, Thank a Veteran, you know. And this is a great part of the show to actually talk about that. You know, we're going to have a new initiative called Thank a Veteran. And Mary Ann, who is now our new JGF uh, Veterans Affairs Director, will be helping me with this. So I'm really excited about that, you know. This is a grand initiative that we're putting together to every time we see a veteran, 
we thank him, Heather. You know, and there's other things we're going to be doing with that. But, I, you know, the main thing during that period of time is always thanking a veteran. I always, when I see a veteran with a hat on or a jacket on or it says I'm a vet, you know, it's like uh, you walk up to them and say thank you. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, like, you know, you got to thank them for fighting for your freedoms. Otherwise, you wouldn't have freedom. Then you wouldn't have the United States if it wasn't for these people. You know, so... It's important, ladies and gentlemen, to thank a veteran, and that's going to be our new initiative for October and November. So look for that. We'll have uh, websites, and we'll have pages, and we'll have all kinds of great things out there on Facebook and on Twitter. So please take a, a notice of all of this stuff and get involved. Get involved, ladies and gentlemen. She is a veteran of the Gulf War. She's also a survivor of two horrible disorders, yes. Uh, actually, many, you know, uh, more than two. Uh, you know, lupus is one. Um, Gulf War illness is another. And PTSD is another. You know, she fights through all of this to do shows, ladies and gentlemen. So, I mean, she's not only a war warrior on the battlefield, she's a warrior in her own body. She's got to fight these diseases. You know, and this show, this very show right here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll talk about lupus. You know, we'll talk about lupus, we'll talk about treatments, we'll talk about articles, we'll talk about, you know, all news on lupus. This is everything lupus right here on this show. And if you want to call in, the call-in number is on the bottom of the chat room, okay? But I will let you know what the call-in number is. It's one seven two four. Four 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 seven four four four, and the enter call ID number is one three four seven two zero number sign or hashtag sign. Okay, and to get into the show, you need a pin. So your pin is one number sign or hashtag. Okay, so one hashtag. Okay, to get into the show, to talk, to ask a question, or oh, for a comment. Okay, so she's a seasoned veteran. She's a veteran to a lot of disease, you know, and she's here to talk about lupus today. So let's bring on Mary Ann Parker. Hello, Mary Ann. How are you? Hi, Joey. Thanks for those kind words. Anytime, Mary Ann. You know I love you. I love you, too. And, um, you know, so you deal with a lot, Marianne. You really do deal with a lot, you know. You know, ever since you, you know, you left the service, you know, you were over there in the Gulf War, you know, you came home, you had these ailments that you're dealing with. You know, one of those ailments is lupus. You know, and on the last show that we had, we talked to lupus and we talked uh, about what it is, you know, how it's contracted, you know, the, I guess some of the treatments, and, you know, what is lupus? You know, it's an autoimmune disease, you know. So I know you wanted to talk a little bit about an article you saw um, out there on, on the uh, Internet. So why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about that? Okay, well, um, a friend of mine uh, sent me an article this morning and um, it's from a blog on WordPress.com, and the, the author of the article is 
is Rhonda Gessner, and she has a blog. It's Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A, Gessner, G-E-S-S-N-E-R. And um, she is she has a website, and she promotes uh, health. She does a lot of... Uh, of uh uh health on uh health shows health health and fitness and uh, and faith and family so they sent the article and the name of the article is a killer in your fridge sweet poison a must read so when i first saw the title i said oh he must have sent me this because i have diabetes mm-hmm. but um on reading this this article will apply to anybody that uh drinks diet soda has diabetes, has fibromyalgia, suffers from uh, headaches, lupus, migraines, multiple sclerosis, muscle uh, muscle spasms, anybody that uses any kind of artificial sweetener. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm able to tie this in possibly to to my own case of lupus, and um, and I'll, I'll explain that. Well, first I want to talk about the article. Well, this lady... Um, she was, uh, her sister had, you know, began getting very ill back in 2001, and she had uh, muscle spasms. She couldn't, she couldn't walk barely. She, she, um, it took her just everything she had just to get out of uh, bed and she, because she was in so much pain. And she went, underwent, uh, in less than a year, she underwent several biopsies of her tissues and muscle, muscles, and she was on 24 prescription medicines. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to that. And uh, the doctors didn't know what was wrong with her, but she was in so much pain, she thought she was dying. So uh, she put all of her financial uh, arrangements in her daughter's name, and she made sure her will was up to date because that's how ill she was, and she wanted to take a a last trip, you know, to, as her last hurrah to, to uh, one more trip, and she wanted to go to Florida Um even though she was in a wheelchair, so she she was prepared to die. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, you know, she they they thought the test never showed anything, but they thought that she had multiple sclerosis, but they didn't know for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, her sister Rhonda, um, the uh, the blog author, um, she she remembered an article that she had read about drinking diet soda, and um, she told her sister about it, and. And uh, the diet soda, well, comes to find out, you know, you can get aspartame poisoning if it has aspartame in it. And so um, she told her sister to stop drinking the diet soda immediately after she asked her if she had drank diet soda. And the sister said, yes, I drink diet soda every day for years. So the sister stopped drinking the diet soda, and it says, you know, like within 32 hours she she was uh, – she was able to walk on her own, and she didn't have any muscle spasm, and she felt a lot better just in you know within two days. So um, she took her uh, the article to her doctor, and her doctor was just amazed, and he was going to tell all his multiple sclerosis patients that if they consumed artificial uh, sweeteners of any kind, that they might be being poisoned by the the aspartame. So. Um, so, you know, it, it, the article goes on to say, you know, how aspartame is, well, it's also known as NutraSweet or uh, Equal or, or um, you know, and then there's other ones, that, you know, newer ones called Splenda and, um, Splenda and uh, you know, well, Stevia is natural, but, but uh, you know, sucralose. Well, 
and evidently in 2001, the, um, the Environmental Protection Agency announced that there was an epidemic of multiple sclerosis and systemic lupus being, being diagnosed in the United States. So the EPA, which is Environmental Protection Agency, which that makes it scary, you know, you know it's serious if the, if that's coming from that agency. Um, they were, you know, trying to determine what toxin toxin was causing the rampant, uh, you know, diagnoses of people with multiple sclerosis and systemic lupus. So, um, so then they determined, you know, that the um, the wood alcohol and aspartame. It, confer- it converts to formaldehyde at, at 86 degrees, and um, and then it cha- changes into formic acid, which um, causes you know metabolic acidosis. Mm-hmm. It causes your uh, it, it, it's a poison. Formic acid is a poison that's found in fire ants, and so this um, methanol uh, tox- toxicity you know it mimics multiple sclerosis and systemic lupus. Well. You know, um, so um, so a lot of people had uh, been found out that you know they were drinking diet coke. A lot of the people that were diagnosed, well, not you know, not I don't have numbers on it, but it said that you know the ones that drank diet coke and diet Pepsi and other diet drinks, you know, that um, it had been linked, you know, linked to uh, the systemic lupus and the multiple sclerosis, mm-hmm. but. Um, but they're, you know, they don't know for sure that that's the culprit. But it irritates the lupus to such a degree that your lupus may become a life-threatening condition. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the doctor has also seen once the systemic lupus patients are taken off the diet soda, they become asymptomatic. And mm-hmm. then in the cases of people with multiple sclerosis, most of the symptoms disappear. And there, you know, people with vision loss had their uh, vision returned, and their hearing loss had improved quite a bit. And and they've also found out that it also applies to cases of tinnitus, you know, ringing in the ears and fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, it says that if you suffer from fibromyalgia, spasms, shooting shooting pains, numbness in your legs, cramps, vertigo. Uh, dizziness, joint pain, unexplainable depression, anxiety, slurred speech, blurred vision, memory loss. You could have aspartame poisoning. Mm, so it's you know um, it might be you know worth trying for people to to uh, print out the article and uh, take it to their doctors and definitely if you're drinking diet soda to stop drinking diet soda and I'll I'll um, tie that into my own. The the article made me go hmm because in Desert Storm um, the they would ship us cases and cases of Diet Coke and they would sit out on the pallet in the hot sun and um, they they didn't have any place to really put you know put that large number of uh, Diet Soda um, in a refrigeration and um, a number of Desert Storm veterans got aspartame poisoning. And so I never drank diet soda. I always drank the regular soda. But I, um, so, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe uh, maybe a few times I might have drank it if there wasn't any other soda over there in the, in Desert Storm. But you know, it's something. Um, I was thinking, well, maybe if I got the aspartame poisoning somehow, and then maybe that's how my lupus started. But I'm going to print this article out and I'm going to take it to my lupus doctor and 
and see what he thinks, you know. And I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention as a possibility. And, you know, they can try it and see if they feel better and certainly take the article to their, their doctor. And and I just thought it was um, it was very interesting because uh, Monsanto, the company we all know about, is they had the original patent on aspartame. Okay. So, so yeah, and so... And their patent has expired on aspartame. So so now there's, um, instead of them having the monopoly on making the aspartame, there's over 5,000 products in, uh, in the market that contain aspartame. So make sure you check your labels of everything you consume because um, it's not just in diet soda anymore. So, you want to know something? You want to know something? I'm just looking at this uh, Gatorade G2 that I'm drinking right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, there's sucralose. Uh, there's all kinds of things uh, in here. Um, uh, uh, monopotassium phosphate. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And, and there's well, all kinds of wonderful things in here. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's something I'm trying to do in my, my own life. I'm trying to be more cognizant about start reading the labels on everything and... Um, and watching out for certain chemicals that I've heard about or read about in the news, but because you know, you know, everyone's so busy, it's, you know, you, it's hard to remember every time you pick up something to read the label. But it's just something I thought I would uh, bring attention to our listeners so they could, uh, you know, it's food for thought. Well, actually, yeah, I I definitely believe this is a great topic because. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about aspartame. There's stuff going around on Facebook, you know, about these soft drinks, you know, and I think it's, you know, very important for people to know about these soft drinks and what they could do, you know, um, especially Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, you know, drinks like this that, you know, people ordinarily drink, you know, because it's, you know, hip, it's popular, you know, to do that, you know. So I think people really need to know about this information, right? And it's great information that you put out there, Marianne. Yeah, I thought it would. I thought it was fascinating, and uh, it's, it's you know it's something to consider, and and um, you know you just never know, you know, with all the chemicals, and 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 also heard that um, those uh, same artificial sweeteners they actually they actually increase your appetite and you really don't realize it, but you, it makes you eat, want to eat more. That's Most, true. You know, people think they're helping out their diet and, uh, and uh, you know, and actually they're, they're eating more. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Mary. And when it comes to aspartame and, you know, it, it, it's, that's why I wonder, you know, like back in the day why I would eat more. You know, and now I know these things. You know, I'm learning, you know, from that article – you know, and from the things I see on Facebook, that aspartame is really no good for your body. You know, oh, no, really I heard, and like I said, I heard about it after Desert Storm, but I never thought that it related to me. But, um, you know, maybe I was consuming aspartame, not maybe, I'm sure I was consuming aspartame and other products mm-hmm. since, uh, since you know, it's in, it's in 5,000 products. I thought... All these years, I thought aspartame was just in, you know, diet sodas primarily. I didn't really, you know, never thought about it being in 5,000 different food products that we consume. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what? Uh, and what it was in Saudi Arabia was is that the heat, the heat, um, 
you know, it changed the aspartame in, in the drink, and, you know, people were drinking liquid poison, and they didn't know it, and a lot of veterans got sick from it. You know what's really interesting, Marianne? You know, it's not only aspartame, but yesterday's show on uh, the main network on Blog Talk Radio, I uh, actually had a few guests on, um, and one of the guests was uh, an infectious disease, you know, doctorate. You know, he has a doctorate in infectious disease. You know, uh, on the uh, Techno Versify show that we started uh-huh. yesterday, um, his name is Keith Irvin. Uh, he's down there in Florida by you, actually. Um, and um, he spoke to numerous things, but all concerning water and contaminated water and fluoride and um, chlorine and how that could affect people with autoimmune diseases, including lupus. And he also, because his wife has lupus, okay, so here's the thing with lupus and contaminated water. He was talking about uh, the shower. And when you go in the shower, I guess as a lupus patient, he said that you get a rash when you come out. Mm -hmm. And he said that's because of all the fluoride and all the, the... the um, chlorine in the water. Oh, and wow. He, yeah. yeah. And this would have been a really interesting show for you to come to, but you could always listen to the archive there. Oh, I definitely see. will this evening. Yeah. Um, he talked a lot about lupus, actually. We, you know, we brought up, um, you know, a lot about lupus, a lot about autoimmune diseases yesterday, but contaminated water, too, Marianne, could actually do this to your body. You know, um, and unbelievable, unbelievable with all these uh, additives they put in water, you know, and again, the fluoride, you know, is a big thing. Fluoride is a big thing, and that's why they have on the uh, the label, uh, you know, if you swallow fluoride, you know, call the poison center. You know, oh, because, wow. Yeah, because too much fluoride can kill you. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, wow. if, you, if you, you know, go down a whole, you know, thing of toothpaste, you, you're bound to, to die, you know, which is sad, you know, but that, you know, it, it, too much fluoride, too much um, chlorine, you know, could actually exacerbate your pain, mm. you know, and it can also hurt your internal organs, you know, so, and the inflammation we talked about yesterday, too, mm-hmm. how how contaminated water supplies and food, we talked about food also, you know, not just, you know, liquid. We talked about food also, you know, and the chlorine that it takes to clean your uh, meat, like chicken, you know, and stuff like that. So much chlorine it takes to clean your chicken that when you eat it, you get all this chlorine. Yeah, all this chlorine intake. You know, oh, so that's yeah, it was not, disgusting. Yeah, and that's not healthy. You know, it's not healthy because it's causing that inflammation. So I found that really interesting and I wanted to bring that up on today's show. Oh yeah, that's absolutely fascinating because um, a couple of weeks ago I was reading an article about, um, or maybe it was more than a couple of weeks ago because it certainly slipped my mind until you mentioned this. Um, I was reading about, you know, you can buy these filters to put on your shower so you can um, um, filter out the uh the the toxins in the water from your city water 
Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm glad you brought that up because now I, I remembered that I wanted to get one. I wanted to go to Home Depot and look for one of those and see if I could find it because I was going to try it on my uh, on my water because I I do turn red every every, every time I take a shower. So yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, that is certainly uh, it's cause for concern and um, and I um, I need a new filter on my uh, kitchen sink um, uh, my kitchen sink too because I I know the water the water here is um, is not that great you know. Now, and he also talked to uh, Zero Water and how Zero Water actually is the best product out there, you know, right now to clear your water of fluoride and chlorine, you know. Oh, Zero Water. Yeah, and that you can find in any, uh, like, Target or Walmart or, you know, wherever you shop. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, if you go to uh, ZeroWater.com, you can find out exactly where they sell it. And, uh, awesome! That's wonderful. Yeah, he actually uh, put it out there. I just recently bought one. You know, I just recently bought one, and I'm really excited about it. You know, because it has like a little spout. You don't even have to take it out of the uh, the fridge. All you could, all you have to do is put the cup underneath the spout and hit the spout. It's awesome. It's great. It's just like having uh, you know a built-in um, you know water filter in your um, in your refrigerator, but it's coming out of the zero water, you know, which is really cool. You know? Oh yeah, I see it now. It's that's great. Yeah. Oh, it's a, awesome. That's yeah, a good it's a great product. It's a great product. The water tastes so good. It tastes like clear, you know, of all of these these additives. You know, when you don't have like a zero water or something to filter out, you know, the chlorine and the fluoride, you taste it. You taste it. You know, with the zero water, it's just like pure water going down going down your throat. You know, oh, that's which is, good. Yeah, which that's is awesome. Because Lord knows I get enough toxins from all my medicines. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't need <laughs> any more. You don't need any more. Right. No, oh, uh, but that's great information. I like the exchange of information that we always have on the show. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I learn something new, and you learn something new every day, too, you know, which is, which is great. You know, I, and, you know, this point, is very important. Contaminated water and contaminated food, ladies and gentlemen. If you eat the right food, like your greens or fruits and vegetables, you know, or you know, um, you know, drink healthy juices. You know, drink uh, you know natural juices. You know, that actually come from the earth. You know, and come from the plant. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. You know, uh, and this zero water. You know, you could actually get rid of a lot of your inflammation, according to Keith Irvin. Um, and this this is a, a great guy to have on the show. I want to see if he wants to come on this show. I think it would be great. Oh, that would be him, awesome um, if he could come on. Yeah, come on this show. I'm going to ask him to see if he wants to come on this show and talk about lupus and, you know, the various things, you know, that contaminate our water supply and contaminate our foods, you know, and what he believes uh, the best foods to eat and certain things like that. So I'm going to try to get him to come on. Oh yeah, time. that's good because I want to start an anti-inflammatory diet. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's he's your first step to that. I think, Marion. Oh yeah, that's good. That's what I want to do because I want to see if it works. You know, hey, hey, if it works, uh, you know, more power for me. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, we're going to try to get him to come on this show. Uh, and if you guys want to hear 
Keith Irvin. You could always come and listen to our main blog talk radio site uh, on the Techno Versify show, and that's every Wednesday now until the QU and ARC show comes back. Uh, it's 3 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the next show is on the 18th of March. So come on down and take a listen to Keith Irvin and our other uh, panelists talk about sustainability. You know, so that that's actually, you know, really interesting stuff right there. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, Marianne, there's a lot of stuff we intake that hurts us, you know, uh, and, and that is aspartame, that is all these sugars, you know, from these sugary drinks, you know, that is all these, uh, all these things in contaminated water, you know, and that exacerbates what we have. You know, I guess, I'm guessing if we could eliminate some of these things, I would love to hear how we feel. I would love to hear how we feel, you know, after we eliminate maybe chlorine from our diet or fluorine or, or, or fluoride from our diet or aspartame from our diet. I would love to hear, you know, how the pain is. Uh, do we have many symptoms anymore? Do we feel like our bodies are all bloated? you know, uh, from all this inflammation, you know, I mean, I would love to hear, you know, if this actually works, if this, if you could take this stuff out of your diet and have success in getting rid of some of these ailments, I would love to hear that. I would. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is actually a great topic to bring up on today's show. Yes, I it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, uh, Marianne, what's going on? How are you feeling today? Are, are you feeling all right? Well, I was in severe pain uh, most of the day, and I had uh, severe neck and uh, shoulder pain and back pain, and uh, I had a headache, a bad headache most of the day. But, but now that I'm distracted and I'm doing something that I love, I've told, I feel a lot better. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm uh, I'm feeling better, actually, since we started the show 35 minutes ago. I, I, uh, I, I'm I not feeling that. The, as I told you before, right before we went on the air, my, my pain was like a 7 or 8. And yeah. now I can say it's down to like a, a 3 or a 4, maybe a 4. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, once I'm starting, I'm doing something I'm passionate about, I, I you know, I... I uh, it uh, it helps me out a lot. Once I start talking to somebody or you know like this show and and uh, and uh, it's amazing you know how that that, that you, just the power of distraction can can help your pain level. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, you know. So I want to learn more about lupus. I want to learn more. So you know, basically, Marianne, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about? Um, some of the treatments that you tried in the beginning to quell your lupus. What did you try that, you know, either, you know, failed or helped you a little bit? Okay. Uh, well, I got diagnosed in 1997, five years after Desert Storm. I, um, I'd had a butterfly, a red rash across my nose and my cheeks that looked like in the shape of a butterfly. And um, I also had... Um, some uh, skin rashes, and I had severe pain, and I had real bad malaise. I felt like, it, imagine the worst case of flu, but you have it every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And um, 
just uh, fatigue. Just going from the bed to the uh, shower was like a, a full-time job for eight hours. Mm-hmm. But um, so the first thing they tried, they gave me, they wanted to try was um, they gave me antibiotic, doxycycline antibiotic, and they said, well, let's try this for four months. And I'm thinking. Well, I asked the doctor, the VA doctor, I said, how is antibiotic going to help if you have lupus? You know, because I, I was very proactive in my health care um, after I got became ill in Saudi Arabia. And um, I had my own lab book, and I would read my labs, interpret my labs, and I would, um, I would you know, study on the line, and I would read books and everything about everything they di- were diagnosing me with, mm-hmm. you know, just to try to help myself and to be proactive and, I was so proactive that, you know, some of those doctors always asked me if I was a nurse or whatever. But anyway, so they gave me four four months of doxycycline. And um, after the fourth month, you know, there was no improvement. So that was the first drug that I tried. Mm-hmm. And then, and then let's see, um, after that, they um, they get, put me on Plaquenil, hydroxychloroquine uh, sulfate. And they put me on the, well, they put me on that at the same time they started the doxycycline. I've been on the the Plaquenil since I was diagnosed in uh, in uh, November of 1997. I've I've never been off of that. I've and I've got you know thank God I've never had any problems because it can cause uh, color blindness and it can cause um, problems with your periphery vision, at, peripheral vision after you've been on for a while uh, on it for a while. But mm-hmm. luckily I've had no problems. Um, from the Plaquenil, and I have to have um, certain eye tests every six months to to check the uh, to check your visual fields to see if the medicine's affecting it. And you know, thank God again, I you know I haven't had any problems. So I was on the Plaquenil, and then I did the doxycycline for four months, and then um, the Plaquenil seemed to be helping. And so then um, they put me on methotrexate, which is a uh, it's a pill it's a chemotherapy pill and they use it in in um in lupus and other autoimmune disorders um and um it works on the tumor necrosis factor and 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 so i was on six tablets a week of methotrexate Mm -hmm. so it seemed to be it seemed to be helping but i had so many other things going on at the same time they weren't quite sure and so i was also having severe muscle pain and um so I was on the methotrexate, and then I, I wasn't getting any physical therapy at the VA, none at all. So I was steadily proge- I started steadily proge- progressing worse. I was, you know, I had to get a cane, and then I had to get a walker, mm-hmm. a walker with a seat and a basket on it, and um, this was early 2000s. So then they determined that the methotrexate wasn't working, so they put me on Areva, which is another... Uh, drug similar to um, methotrexate. It's leflunamide. The generic term for it is leflunamide. And that seemed to be helping me, but it was a, it was a real toxic drug, and it started to affect my liver values on my um, on my blood work. It started to, um, my my uh, ALTs and, the, and parts of the liver function, the bun and the albumin, you know, started to be affected. So, so I had to go off of that because they didn't want my liver to be affected so mm-hmm. early in the diagnosis mm-hmm. so i was steadily forget i started having to use a wheelchair by this time 
by that time I I um I lost most of my good girlfriends because I wasn't able to go shopping anymore. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to um go out, you know, and you know like to concerts. I wasn't able to uh stand up for maybe 10 or 15 minutes without having to sit down. Um if I had to go anywhere like uh my boyfriend Ian at the time, he took good care of me. I would he would um I had a wheelchair and uh the VA put a wheelchair carrier on the back of my car, and if I was going to, like, a, a book author signing, like, I went to meet Queen Noor of Jordan, and uh, I was in a wheelchair by that time. I, I was using a wheelchair to go out in public if I was going to uh, meet authors or, or if I was going with Ian to a card show or anything like that. I wasn't strong enough to wheel myself in the wheelchair. That's how that's how bad I was deconditioning from uh from the and I it's still at this time the VA did not consider me a candidate for the pain clinic. Oh, I wow. was um I was in severe pain all the time but they said I was not a candidate for for the pain <laughs> clinic. <laughs> but we'll get we'll get into that on VA stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so okay. So um so around 2005 they started me on the injectables which was, the first one was in Braille. It was a shot, and you give it to yourself in the stomach or in your thigh. And mm-hmm. so I didn't have any problems doing that, but it didn't seem to be working. So then they switched me to um, Humira, uh, another injectable. And then that gave me hives, and my legs turned red, and I had broke out in bad hives all um, all over my legs. So I was allergic to that. So then... We tried um, a different injectable called Kinneret, mm-hmm. and same thing. I, I broke out in hives, and I was allergic to that. So then I started uh, going to the Tampa VA, and they signed me up for Remicade infusion, which is um, which is a, a real toxic drug that you get infused very slowly over the course of four to six hours um, So to, to fight the... Um, to help with the lupus, and um, and so uh, I did I, I did that one. I did the first one; it wasn't a problem. The second one, I went back and I had uh, when I got home to Orlando, I was sitting at my computer, and my whole left arm went numb, and I couldn't I couldn't pick up my arm, I couldn't bend it, and then my legs started going numb. So I called nine one one, and I had a severe adverse reaction to the Remicade, and mm. I was in the hospital for a week, and wow. uh, it gave me stroke-like symptoms, wow. and so um, I couldn't I couldn't take that anymore, and that's why I can't use the new medicine that they have for lupus. The first med- new medicine in 50 years called Benlista, it's an infusion, and my rheumatologist doesn't want to take that chance of me being allergic to it and something bad would happen, so I don't have that option, so... Mm-hmm. Um, Back in, uh, going back just a few years past that, to back to 2000, they put me on prednisone. They started me on prednisone finally, and uh, and uh, the only the prednisone, uh, you know, that started working right away. But the prednisone, I was already I was pre-diabetic, and the prednisone pushed me over into full-blown diabetes type two. And uh, of course, my diet wasn't perfect either. I'll acknowledge that, and. Um, it's something I've struggled with for 15 years, my diet. And um, um, so I was on the prednisone. So then um, 
after I had the Remicade infusion, the I went to the VA hospital in Washington, D.C., and they said that the lupus and the joint pain and and all that was all in my head, and it was psycho, it was a somatoform disorder. It was all in my head that I had conjured it up, and I and I um, <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah, it was a somatic a somatic uh, disorder, and so they took me off all of my lupus medicines. The Washington VA, uh, DCVA, they took me all, off all my lupus medicines, all my arthritis medicines, prednisone, everything, and uh, so I came back to Florida, and. Um, and so, um, and then I went to a private doctor. I paid out of my own pocket, and I they he said I had rheumatoid arthritis, even though I had a negative RH factor. So mm-hmm. I got back on the pre- he put me back on the prednisone, and he gave me pain medicine. And I started the pain medicine back in about 2000. Oh, actually, I started the pain medicine before I went to DC. But then they put me he put me back on it. So then. They said I had rheumatoid arthritis, and and you know that didn't that didn't turn out to be the case. So I went back to the VA rheumatologist, and you know they were still you know going back and forth. So I I went when I got Medicare, I um I went to a private pain doctor, and I was able to get my pain medicine. Then when I moved to Miami, I I went to the uh, they took me back in rheumatology at the VA, and so they put me back on the methotrexate, and and since then, since I moved down to Miami, I found a great lupus doctor outside that I used with my Medicare. Mm-hmm. And he said, you always had lupus. He said, they really did damage when they took you off all your medicine, you know, for that period of time. And, you know, um, so it's just incredible that um, that I was able to get through that period of not having any medicine for either one of those conditions that they thought, you know, I had lupus the whole time. It never changed. I had lupus. And, um, you know, some people have lupus and they have negative blood work on some of the things on some of the lupus blood tests. But that doesn't mean you don't have lupus. No. You know, even because even when your uh, lupus is in remission, your blood work goes negative. And, you know, it just depends on, on the different type of blood work. And it takes a trained rheumatologist that knows what they're talking about. So I'm on the, right now I'm on the methotrexate eight tablets a week, which is the max I can have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on prednisone five milligrams twice a day, and I I'm on my pa- uh, pain medicine, but I don't need that as you know like a, you know every eight hours anymore. I don't need it every eight hours, mm-hmm. and I also take um, the uh, Plaquenil, and uh, and and that's about it. I think that's all my medicine's oral now, and um, so I'm in remission. I've been in remission. Uh, you know, for uh, for a while, I felt really crappy back in January and December, and my doctor said that you know he he didn't know what we were going to do because you know if I didn't start feeling better, um, you know he he didn't know what to do because he didn't want to go up on the prednisone because that will cause more uh, side effects, mm-hmm. and prednisone destroys your body if you're on it long term, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and you know he didn't he didn't want to go up on the methotrexate because that's so toxic, and I can't have the new infusion drug. So he was at a, you know we were like, let's hope you start feeling better soon because I don't know what we're gonna do. And I'm like, oh boy, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. thankfully I started feeling better, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it might have been stress from the holidays and 
you know. Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah, possibly, I mean, uh, and, and the weather, you know, the weather, crazy weather, raining, you know, raining and all that, yeah. you know, and the cold. Uh, a few days we had cold here, but mostly it's the rain that bothers me. The day before, and uh, and uh, I'm usually in severe pain the day before it's going to rain, and then once it rains, it, it's like a magic thing. Once it starts raining, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, so it's strange how that works. Yeah, after that uh, barometric pressure passes. Oh, heck uh, yeah. Yeah, once it stabilizes, I'm good to go. I feel like I'm a human barometer sometimes. You know? Oh, yeah, it's amazing how that affects it. It affects it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It really is. Um, <clears throat> so in, in lupus, uh, per se, you know, what's the difference? What's the difference between, per se, lupus you know, and any other autoimmune disease? Well, lupus, um, first uh, the lupus attacks your joints. And uh, in lupus, um, similar to rheumatoid arthritis, the body, uh, the body gets confused and it attacks the healthy, um, the healthy tissues instead of the viruses. Mm. So in lupus, what happens is the lupus will affect your joints first and then it moves on to, it may affect your skin, and it moves on to other organ systems. Mm-hmm. Like once the lupus advances, it, it, you know, in most cases it'll go to your kidneys, and then, you, and, you know, then that's when it gets very serious when you have lupus nephritis. And then uh, the lupus can also, um, it, moves, it, it can affect your brain in the end stages. It can, uh, it can cross the brain, blood-brain barrier and affect your brain, mm-hmm. and it can uh, affect the lining of your heart. So the lupus, um, how it progresses is is one of the differences because it, it joints to organs, and then um, you know from there, you know you you're pretty much in stage lupus um, unless you you know are fortunate to be able to try try Benlista or or something that can uh, keep your lupus in remission, mm-hmm. and um, you know um, and then rheumatoid arthritis. You know that mainly it just attacks the joints, and then uh, you know it'll 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 progress through stages, and then my mom, you know, by the time she passed away, she had end stage rheumatoid arthritis, stage six rheumatoid arthritis, wow. but that was because we lived in such a rural area, you know, in the 70s, and it was three hours to the nearest rheumatologist, and the only person that could treat the uh, any rheumatoid diseases in that area was an oncologist. And mm-hmm. so all he knew to do was to get prednisone. So she was on prednisone and it destroyed her bones, it destroyed it destroyed you know, it gave her heart disease, it di- it put her into diabetes and you know, one thing led to another. You know, that prednisone is a vicious thing and um and uh multiple sclerosis, the autoimmune disorder it's mm-hmm. where it attacks the um the spinal the spinal cord the fluids around the spinal cord mm-hmm. and it progresses um you know and, and it affects your limbs it affects um you know the the feelings you get you you know you lose your sense of balance uh you uh it crosses into your brain and uh you still you have severe pain and but it really affects the autonomic nervous system mm-hmm. and um so that's the difference between that and uh, multiple sclerosis. Uh, in multiple sclerosis, um, 
the people become, you know, they become become really disabled quicker. And, you know, it just depends on um, the person, what, what what kind of lupus has compared to the person with multiple sclerosis. And, and um, if they get lesions on their brain as it progresses, and then, you know, the lesions on their brain, the bigger they are, the more they affect your body functions, and, and it progresses in that way mm-hmm. in uh, multiple sclerosis. It's, it's interesting, you know, the differences between you know, all these autoimmune diseases, you know, because there's so many of them. There's oh, really yeah, many. there's a, so many. You know, and with these autoimmune diseases, you're not just going to get one, you know. You're going to get a bevy of them, you know, because that's oh, yeah. just the way it is, you know. That's uh, for true. Me, for me, I, I was kind of lucky so far, <laughs> knock on wood, you know, that I, I only have RSD, you know, um, but I know you, uh, Marianne, deal with a lot of uh, different ailments. You know, not oh, yeah. only yeah, the um, of course the diabetes is a form of autoimmune disorder, and uh, and then I just got diagnosed um, in August and September with psoriatic arthritis, which is another autoimmune disorder, and that mm-hmm. basically attacks the skin and um, causes uh, severe rashes all over your body, and it it causes extreme joint pain. Mm-hmm. With the psoriatic arthritis, uh, when I was having the um, the outbreak that, you know, looked like I had some uh, weird disease, uh, you know, like a, it kind of looked like measles, actually, German measles, because I had German measles when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it kind of looked like that. And uh, But I had severe joint pain with that. And once I was able to start on the uh, steroid cream, well, you know, it was a steroid cream, which made me want to eat more. And it's amazing how a steroid in a cream can make you eat more, like the prednisone does. Yeah. But the steroid in the cream combined with the oral prednisone I had to take for lupus, oh, my God, I was eating like crazy. I put on, you know, I put on weight. And, uh, I got you. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, boy, you know, that's a constant battle. Yeah, I bet. I bet, you know. I mean, um, yeah, there's certain medicines uh, that uh, – you know, make you want to eat more, and yep. there's certain medicines that make you want to eat less. Well, there I need those medicines. Med- there are medicines. There are I medicines. I need the medicines that make you want to eat less. <laughs> 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 I, that's you know you know what bothers me more than the 15 chronic illnesses that I have is the is the gaining weight. That's the thing that bothers me the most. You want to know something? I, if you could cut down your weight, possibly, you know, with um, you know, getting rid of, like we were talking about before, that aspartame and the contaminated water and maybe drinking better water and, you know, getting that filter for the shower so you don't get the rashes anymore. I would yeah. like to hear, I would like to hear, you know, maybe in like a month, you know, how you doing with that? You know what that I'm sounds saying? Sounds good to me. I, I'll take on that challenge. I sure will. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, and, um and I'm sure there's, you know, listeners that uh, struggle with their weight because of prednisone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And just from being not, not feeling good. You know, sometimes, you know, I would feel so bad, and I'd say, well, I'll just have a piece of cake today. You know, yeah. but you can't have dessert every day, you know. But, no. you know, I was, but, you <laughs> I know I go, if I have some chocolate, then I'll feel better, you know, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's not only about, you know, the the weight. You know, I feel that a lot of our weight could possibly be inflammation. You know, oh, that, sure, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people also retaining water because of some of these 
chemicals. You know? Oh, absolutely. So, and the and the prednisone makes you retain water and uh, and you know the bloat. Yeah, that's why I want to go on the anti-inflammatory diet because I want to get rid of this bloat once and for all. Yeah. Get rid of that. And uh, you know, last year I weighed 170 pounds and. Um, you know, I was feeling a lot better. I was able to walk a lot and everything. But and, but, but now that I've gained, uh, you know, I've gained 25 pounds. I will, I will, you know, I will own it, own it right now. I've gained 25 pounds in the past year, and I'm not happy about it. And I got to get it off. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I can get it off because I lost the weight last time. But you know, I want to get it off and keep it off. And I want to eat. You know, I want to eat a um, a healthy diet every meal, and and make sure that I'm eating every three hours little tiny meals that are healthy and. And, uh, you know, for anybody else that's struggling with that, you know, we can go through it together. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we could, we could create a t- challenge right here on this show. Yeah, that I, would be I, awesome. Yeah, but I, I think, um, you know, what I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen, is a, is a new, innovative way of filling your body, you know, with great nutrients. Um, and it's something called the isogenics diet. Okay, and basically what that is is a series of shakes, a series of uh, different types of vitamins that you take, you know, to fill yourself with all this wonderful, like, good stuff instead of the aspartame, instead of the chlorine and this, that, and the other thing, you know. Fill yourself with isogenics. And I could tell you a little bit about that, ladies and gentlemen, because... You know, I am versed on it. I lost 33 pounds on it. I lost another four this time on the 30-day diet. And I have to say that I'm really excited to talk about that. So if you're interested, come to me. We'll talk about the isogenics diet and how you can purchase it and so on and so forth. You well, know, how do you spell I, that? Uh, it's I-S-A-G-E-N-I-X.com. Okay. Yeah, but if you if you get it through me, you get a discounted rate. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about it further. Uh, I know Marianne wanted some information on that the other day, and she just got that information on here uh, on air. Um, she did ask a question on my um, board that I have uh, my thirty day diet, and I, you know I, I think you know this diet it fills you with such nutrients and it actually helps with stuff like diabetes inflammation you know and stuff like that too where you know it takes all that aspartame and crap out of your body all the sugars and That's stuff good. like that and it takes all this stuff out of your body and it replaces it with good healthy things you know uh like vitamin b vitamin uh d you know vitamin c you know, all the different vitamins and a combination of different fruits and vegetables that actually assist and help, you know, uh, you know, with your immune system, with your bodily functions, and so on and so forth. So let's talk about this further on the next show, and, we'll, and uh, you'll actually get some updates, ladies and gentlemen, on how I'm doing with my weight. And, uh, yeah, I have lost, uh, this is the second time, that I'm doing the 30-day diet, and then I lost four pounds. The first time, I lost all my medicine weight, all the medicine that I took, you know, for depression and, and anxiety. 
I lost all of that weight, and I feel so good. And now I want to lose some more. You know, so you can, ladies and gentlemen, if you try isogenics. We'll chat about it on the Internet. You can always find me on Facebook.com slash Joseph.Aquilino. We'll talk about the isogenics diet and other things you can do to fill your body with great, great nutrients and give your body the vitamins that it needs. So, yeah, definitely. So, uh, I'm really excited, ladies and gentlemen, to chat more about that. Uh, we are coming to the end of the show here. Uh, Mary Ann, thank you so much. I think it's uh, awesome that we're going to have the show here on TalkShoe, and we're going to invite a lot of great people on, a lot of great guests to come on and, uh, you know, chat about lupus. Yeah, I think I'll ask some of my doctors to come on some of my shows. Yeah. And I'll see if they're interested. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, to get that professional knowledge would be really good. And we want as many doctors or professionals to come on to these shows and give us their knowledge because that's what these shows are all about. So you learn something, we learn something, and, you know, uh, it's good for everybody. Great for everybody, you know. So, uh, Marianne, I, I think today was a great show. Thank you very much uh, for being here, Marianne. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Great show to, uh, today. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll see everybody next time. You're right here on the Talk Shoe Network, and that will be, ladies and gentlemen, for our new PTSD show right here. Uh, we're going to be chatting at 10 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on St. Patty's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right, so yes, the PTSD show is our next show. That's the 17th of March, 10 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please join us right here on TalkShoe. We appreciate everybody coming on. This is the new health and wellness channel for WIRN Internet Radio, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.